Thanks for tuning in to Torts to Courts, a personal injury podcast by Kaufman Law Firm in Atlanta, Georgia. On this podcast, we feature educational and engaging lifestyle segments that surround personal injury law, as well as insight and answers to the community's most commonly asked questions regarding accidents, the attorney process, and all things trending in the world of adulting. Welcome to another episode of Torts to Courts. I'm Natalie Barnard, the digital content creator at Kaufman Law. And I'm Whitney Barnard, the digital marketing director here at Kaufman Law, and we're your hosts. Let's get started. Today, we welcome Jody Stevenson and Rebecca Alvarez of Sitter Tree to discuss important child safety tips for parents and babysitters to remember as we welcome the warmer months. So to start off, Jody, will you just introduce yourself and just let us know your role and kind of what you do with Sitter Tree? Thanks so much for having us. Like Natalie said, my name is Jody Stevenson. I'm the founder of Sitter Tree. And currently, my role really um, is around strategy, culture, and hiring um, for our team. But I have with me uh, Rebecca Alvarez, who will be able to speak to um, all things families. She's one of our family coordinators and helps to care for the families in our community. So again, thanks for having us. Yes, we are so excited to have you guys with us today. So before we jump into all the questions, can you just introduce Sitter Tree and kind of explain what it is? Sure. So... Sitter Tree is a babysitter booking app, and it's sort of like an old-fashioned babysitter's club that once you join, once families join or sitters join, we're actually doing connecting and um, job requests and assigning. So when families sign up, they'll go through a welcome call. They'll speak with one of our coordinators mm-hmm. um, just to so everyone's on the same page, and it's a little bit of our safety vetting process for our sitters mm-hmm. to, to speak with every family. Um, and then the family can put in a request to say, I need a sitter for this Friday night. Um, and we will actually assign um, the sitter for Friday night based on our pool of sitters whom we have personally recruited mm-hmm. and we've screened. They've had background checks. Um, and then, you know, they're actually assigned to the job. So the family doesn't have to do the scrolling through profiles and all of mm-hmm. the searching that way. And one way that Sitter Tree is different is that we have spent years to develop the trust and the screening techniques that we think uh, make our sitters above and beyond better than other sitters that you might find on platforms. For instance, um, we have a 98% average five-star rating from Atlanta Moms um, for our sitters over the last three years. So we've now been doing this a little bit longer than some other people and have the credibility and the ratings to show that. Mm-hmm. And I can actually attest that <laughs> Sitter Tree is, it was so neat. I was actually a part of it um, in college. So I was a sitter. I loved how it was local and like it was completely different than like care.com or Sitter City. It was a completely different process. You just better connected with the families and the children and you stayed connected with them. It wasn't just like a one-time thing. So I think that it's awesome and you guys are growing. And I think it's so cool. I can't wait to see where it goes. So, yeah. So to begin, as someone that kind of interacts with families, children, and their babysitters quite often, what certifications do you recommend for sitters to have? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, as Jody mentioned earlier, my name's Rebecca, and I work with the families. Mm -hmm. So I get this question a lot on the phone when families are calling in. They're wondering, you know, what do our sitters have certified? Sitter Tree as a whole does not require our sitters to be certified, but we do encourage them to consider Mm -hmm. a few of the big ones. Obviously, CPR certification is huge. There's a darkness to light sexual abuse prevention that we really encourage our sitters to do, and also 
uh, Red Cross babysitter training okay. is a great one as well. Really, we look at it as CPR certification and these other trainings are a great value add. Mm -hmm. But what we look for the most in our sitters is that they're making great decisions and we're seeing it demonstrated in other areas of their life. So we're looking for caring, intelligent, mm -hmm. and confident young women who can show the agency that they have the ability to figure out a problem mm -hmm. and be in the moment with the family and <laughs> yeah, with their children. Yeah, definitely. That's so important. Definitely. Um, and of course, all moms know that you can't prepare yourself or your child for every bump in the road in life, um, but it's just a combination of good judgment mm -hmm. and being able to respond appropriately when curveballs come. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's always refreshing as a parent to know that you actually have someone who's going to be able to make those intelligent calls when you're not around <laughs> and not, fun. you know, stall and be like, yeah. oh no, I have to call these parents immediately and figure out what to do about this and actually like make yeah. these calls on their own. As like a previous sitter, nothing goes as planned. <laughs> so you never know no. what's going to happen. But um, just being like as prepared as possible for any given thing. So I think that's why the certification question is always coming up because it's like, well, how are they going to be prepared? Moving right along. So we are from a law firm and we're constantly, you know, just talking about safety and prevention of accidents and injuries. And with spring approaching, and summer arriving shortly after, many parents will hire sitters to watch over their children as they work throughout the day. So they'll be spending a lot of time at the pool, at the park, driving from camps, you know, here and there. So today we just want to discuss various child safety tips for sitters to keep in mind this upcoming season. So first, we're going to focus on pool safety, if that's okay with you. So if you are going to be offering any type of advice to any sitter or um, just in general, what would some of your top tips be when you're taking kids to a pool or a water park? Sure. And, and um, I would give this advice coming off of last week, care.com had some really terrible news about two little boys who drowned in a pool mm -hmm. uh, from an uncertified center. And so we've really been talking about this with not only the coordinators at Sitter Tree, but also with all of our sitters. Um, and I think for families, especially coming out of a situation like that, um, families need to realize when you hire a babysitter, you're not hiring a lifeguard. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to a community pool, um, you want to make sure that uh, anytime your child is going to be swimming, there's going to be a trained certified lifeguard on duty. And you're not relying on your sitter to be a lifeguard as well. True. The other aspect of that is that you know, distraction. Any mom can attest also. We all are tempted by that little device mm -hmm. that we call our phone. <laughs> and yes, so, absolutely. Um, you know, when you're coming, when it comes to watching children in a pool or swimming environment, um, not only do you want your sitter not to be distracted, but you want to know that someone else is going to have their eyes on your child at Definitely. all times. So, mm -hmm. I mean, we've had families who've requested sitters for pool parties. I have personally gone to those pool oh, parties wow. to observe when we, when we were doing that because I wanted to see what the environment was. Uh -huh. And it was chaotic. There were, there were wraps involved. There were things where just assuming that a sitter that you don't know is going to be able to keep their eyes on your child with 15 other children or three other children or mm -hmm. you know, however many other children is something that a parent should really take into consideration seriously. Mm -hmm. And I would actually not advise, uh, I would not want to be sending my child to a party that's supervised by sitters who are not also trained lifeguards. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would also be paying attention to the ratios of children at Sitter Tree we require one sitter for every four children over the age of one. Mm -hmm. um, but that's assuming a family that doesn't necessarily have 
quadruplets that are all one and a half years old. Yes, right. You know, like they're spaced out, and so you've got, you know, some space between the ages of the children. Um, But I would say four to one is the maximum ratio, and when you're talking about swimming, I would even reduce that ratio because swimming is obviously a significant risk. And I feel like Natalie can speak to that as well because she's been a lifeguard. (laughs) She knows how how hectic it gets out there, especially if you combine water and other kids and just outside play, and it's, you know, nonstop. It's crazy. (laughs) And, like, a lot of people just think, oh, well, they have life jackets, so that's gonna be the fix like they're fine and that's something that used to terrify me because like a life jacket or flotation device can't be you know the one thing that keeps them safe at a pool it definitely Mm -hmm. requires pool attention that's definitely a big one with these warmer months coming Mm -hmm. up you know spring break is in like two weeks and then they'll be going to the community pool like all summer so (laughs) (laughs) and what's um something else besides just like the swimming factor of summer something else that you guys kind of talk to your sitters about and tell them to keep in mind as they're you know going over to people's homes during the summer to watch kids like I know as far as like you know sunscreen and just like different things like that what else do you guys kind of tell them to look out for sure you know so sitter tree does not train our sitters okay um, but what rather what we can do is just like the certifications mm-hmm. we will make recommendations for them to um, receive outside training right mm-hmm. um, from experts um, but we also are screening when sitters come into sitter tree, they have to have previous paid babysitting experience. Okay. So we are relying that they are coming with experience. Right. And so we might give tips and tricks for mm-hmm. for summer months, such as what you were saying, like the sunscreen is important, keeping hydrated, keeping mm-hmm. some snacks. That's just for sanity. You know? Right. <laughs> making <laughs> yes. sure that everyone's got, you know, some healthy snap, snacks along the way. Um, but really summer is the great advantage is you can get outside of the house, mm-hmm. away from screens. Right. And this definitely. is an opportunity to really engage and play hard with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have to remember those those right. simple things of keeping hydrated, staying right. screened up, bug sprayed up, right. and then also just remembering to you know come out of the sun every so often, so you're not right. you know ten hours in direct sunlight, especially in Georgia. So maybe <laughs> even more than that, we are, would speak to the parents on, for instance, like you know your kids, you know what they're capable of and what you can expect from them. So kind of letting them know what they what direction they need to put a sitter in as far as what to expect during sure. those times too. Suggested activities from families, okay. especially when you know what mm-hmm. your kids love, right, is always helpful to the sitter to give some direction. That, yeah, you know, like Johnny right. loves baseball. Yeah, it's just it's just helpful when you're walking into yes. a family that you haven't met before. I know one thing I tell our sitters is I have twins and. One of them is much more curious than the other, and he is—he doesn't think about—is this going to hurt me? He's just so curious to how things work. And I say, you know, he's very adventurous and he's very eager, more than the other. So he's the one to watch out for. So I feel it's my responsibility to let them know that, just so they're more aware of different things like so that. helpful. Yeah, so, so helpful. those things can be helpful for them too. So the next thing that I want to dive into, babysitters will be driving children around a lot. I don't know if Sitter Tree allows that or what you guys advise on that. So Sitter Tree doesn't ensure our sitters to drive. Mm-hmm. However, when if sitters are driving or if anyone's driving, again, the distraction factor. Mm-hmm. And this is for moms and babysitters exactly. and dads. Exactly. This is everybody. Right? <laughs> everyone. This is everyone. But, um, Grandparents, aunts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the, the cell phone is a major, yes. major issue, I think, and for anyone in being distracted driving. Mm-hmm. So I would just always recommend that tip of, 
put the cell phone down, precious cargo in the back, yeah. and just yes. stay focused on what you're driving. That's something that we have hit so much on with the new hands-free law, especially. Everyone should do that anyways, but now mm-hmm. with the new law, it's crazy. The statistics that we've seen just, I think it is helping, but that's one thing that we definitely focus on a lot with our blog and stuff. So I definitely think that's important. It helps so much. I mean, it's amazing the drastic difference that you, that Georgia has seen as a whole since putting this law mm-hmm. in place. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Well, the other thing that families can do is um, when you are putting a car seat in the back of your car, it's a small puzzle mm-hmm. and they're all, you know, like they are all function differently. They all get strapped in differently. Yes. And so especially if you're having a babysitter help with that, um, yes. don't assume she knows how to do it. She might even feel a little embarrassed that she doesn't mm-hmm. know how to do that. And so go ahead, double check, make sure right. that you do a walkthrough of this is you know, you have to make sure that it's threaded through this part right. of the seat and it's mm-hmm. buckled in here. And just don't assume that your sitter under, understands. Even if she tells you, right. go ahead and do that double check. Absolutely. It's worth the double check. I think yes. so, too. There's so many different models now. For yep. sure. And, like, <laughs> yeah. they're huge pieces. And you're like, where does this go? Yeah. That's a huge <laughs> thing. Um for a sitter or someone that's just not used to having a car seat in their car, because um, I know even when I drive my nephews around, I'm like, is this correct? Yeah. So, um, but that's one thing that is definitely worth learning is making sure they're buckled incorrectly. So let's talk about just general safety in the warmer months. We kind of hit on it earlier about sunscreen and hydration. Can you think of anything else that you would just kind of put in the back of a sitter's head to remember with these kids out here playing like they want to go hours on end, but you know, coming out of the sun is so important and it's just something that we might not remember Mm -hmm. because as adults, we just kind of forget about those things. So if you were to recommend things to your sitters, would there be anything else besides the sunscreen and the hydration? I would not say much other than, you know, active play is more room for accidents to happen. Mm-hmm, and, right. you know, when when children play hard, they're going to, you know, fall down. There's so many accidents that can happen. And so it's just maybe having like a first aid kit, like with you at all times or something like yeah. that. Because I know when I was a sitter, my kids, I mean, little boys, they they get hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have to tell your mom. <laughs> like, well, you know, so... The key in accidents happening when you're playing hard outside is the communication back to the parents to Mm -hmm. make sure that you've let them know that this this did happen and that you don't, again, the sitter feeling embarrassed that um, they were running, they fell, they skinned their knee, making sure that you're cleaning that off with a first aid kit or something, and then communicating that with the family just so that people feel like, okay, there's been transparency, there's awareness, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you were actually not distracted, you were watching the child, so you have a full explanation of what was happening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think something that was mentioned earlier is if the family is communicating with the sitter things that their child loves to do outside, Mm -hmm. that's going to give the sitter peace of mind because the child's done it before, they've played with that activity, so they already kind of know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Instead of taking a child outside and then teaching them this brand new game, I think that leaves a lot more room for accident because they're trying to figure it out, you're trying to figure it out. But when it's something that they've done and they know... You know they love the monkey bars. That means they've probably done it a thousand True. times, and so that's a great place to kind of go back and instead the of them saying, "Can you lift me up here <laughs> and let me do this?" then you're probably like, "You don't do this often." <laughs> right. Exactly. And 
then one last outdoor thing would be helmets on bikes and yes, scooters sure. and all of that. Yes. Um, just making sure that your babysitter knows where to find these things mm-hmm. and that they are a rule in your house that Absolutely. We, you know, we must wear those. So Definitely. That is a big one. So I love that you just talked about activities that you already know they like to do. As a sitter tree community do you guys ever offer like out of the box stuff to give sitters idea of new stuff to incorporate like in the house maybe on like a rainy day or just in general do you guys have anything that you can offer on that one thing that i like to say is that sitters have this incredible opportunity to come into a home you make parent feel safe you make the child feel Mm -hmm. safe and really you are this new person that is you know, super fun, game loving, book reading, bubble blowing. It actually, the what you do does not matter as much as being present Definitely. with the child and mm-hmm. being focused on them. Right. So uh, we keep saying the the you know getting off of screens, but whether it's indoor on a rainy day or outdoor, we don't necessarily give special activities. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to focus on the engagement piece. Right. So. Put it down, put your phone down, and that child's same old toys that they've played with, Mm -hmm. you know, 50 times before become a whole new world when there's a new fun person who's interested in just being there. They love that. (laughs) So that's really the the piece that we try to focus on more so than some of our sitters bring uh, sitter bags with Mm -hmm. them to the family. And so they might have some special new toys new to the child toys. Right. right. um, Dollar Tree kind of um, treasures that they're bringing. But for the most part, it's just um, really encouraging the sitter to engage with that individual child in a way that is meaningful to the child. Yeah, I would always like go with bubbles. That's always a good one. And chalk, they love chalking outside and it takes up (laughs) a lot of time. So (laughs) it's really great. But do you have um, anything that you want to add? No, I think that that pretty much covers it. Yeah, I just feel like communication between the parents and the sitters are one of the main things that we hit on. Yeah. Do you guys um, see a spike in the sitter need as the warmer months, like on the school breaks and stuff like that? I'm assuming you do, but definitely over the summer, um, parents are looking for, uh, you know, ways to get their sitters with their kids just because of work schedules. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely an increase. I also think that something that on this whole safety issue that parents need to keep in mind is that uh, you are the emergency contact when mm-hmm. you're not with your child. Definitely. So making sure that a Always. sitter knows how to contact you. Is it your phone? Is it your spouse's phone? Mm-hmm. Texting. When to contact you. Right. Some parents are, you know, child number three. They're on the way out the door. Oh. They're like, please don't call me. Please, <laughs> you know, in any case, please do not call me. But parents with child number one, if um, right. if the child sneezes, they're like, please call me. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And so you really have to make sure that you let your sitter know what and when and how to contact you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to make sure that your ringer's on and you actually right. you know, can receive that communication from the sitter so mm-hmm. that the sitter also feels like she's supported and can, can really follow your lead on, you know, in case something would mm-hmm. happen with a child. Right, yes. absolutely. Wrapping up, you guys wanted to talk about how you join the sitter tree. We would love for you to share how a sitter joins and how a family joins and that whole process, if you can just hit on that for us. Absolutely. So if you're a sitter, which I actually previously sat with Mm -hmm. Sitter Tree as well, and then now I'm on as the family coordinator, which is just fun, you can go to our website for families and sitters Mm -hmm. to sittertree.com. And you will see there's a place where you can create a new profile. And so for the sitter, you'll get started. You'll be able to enter your information. And then you'll be contacted by our coordinator, Sarah Beth, who will then 
set up an interview time with you and make sure that you can be screened properly in order to be a part of our network. Mm -hmm. um, and then for families, you do kind of a similar process. So you hop onto our website and sign up as a new family. And then families actually sign up for a family welcome call time. Okay. And so that's when myself or our other family coordinator will get a chance to talk to them, make sure they feel comfortable using mm -hmm. our service. Um, and then also we just get a chance to make sure we're sending them sitters that they'll love, get right. to know their family a little bit. So it's a really fun kind of personal touch that we get to do that I love that I get to meet families that way. And another thing is for anyone who's listening and is interested in trying Sitter Tree, if they go to SitterTree.com and create a profile, they can use the code SAFELAW and get their first Sitter request for free That's at SitterTree.com. Awesome. Yay. Excellent. That is so exciting. One last thing. So you guys are local to Atlanta. Do the families have to be located within certain zip codes? How does that work like on the back end for you guys? We are serving all the way up to Cumming, Canton area, then all the way across to Athens. Okay. And so pretty much all of those areas. And then as far as to the south, we do go south of the city, but it's not just within the city. It's okay. really greater Atlanta. Awesome. Um, okay. And then we, you know, we work with sitters throughout probably 15 to 20 different universities from mm -hmm. Kennesaw to UGA. Um, and so down to Georgia State, Spelman, Clark. That's awesome. Agnes, Oglethorpe, um, Emory. So we've got, we've got a lot of students awesome. from a lot of universities. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, we're just going to thank you so much for joining us. This was so fun, and we're just excited to have you guys on our podcast. Thanks for having us. This was great. Yeah, thank awesome. you. And that's a wrap, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Torts to Courts, a personal injury podcast by Kaufman Law here in Atlanta. Be sure to keep up with us on social media at Kaufman Law PC and on our blog at www.kaufmanlawfirmblog.com. Don't forget, if you're interested in joining Sitter Tree, visit their website at www.sittertree.com. Families can get their first Sitter request for free by using the code SAFELAW.